Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind the scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello, Happy New Year, Uh, yay for 2021, and welcome to episode 111 of the Maker Mom podcast. Today's guest is Leslie of Cream City Crates. I originally uh, found Leslie on TikTok and uh, had to reach out to her and get her on the podcast. So before we hop into the interview, the first interview of the brand new year, I want to give a shout out and thank you to the patrons over on Patreon. So thank you so much, Christy, Twisted Twine, Christina B, Jeremy Spies, Sammy, Go Sammy Lee, Lauren Rasp Filed Designs, Sven Dwarf Sized Workshop, Rachel Moody Makes, Bonnie Tool Mom Bonnie, Toolmomstore.com, Laura Oakley Soap Company, Mary Lou Made by Mary Lou, Amy Bison Valley Carving, Dan Kelly Reclaim Living Store, Brandy Studio Obey, Kathy One Girl and Her Tools, Ellen Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs, thank you all so very much for your continued ongoing support, helping me to produce two episodes a week, every week, every month. And with no further ado, here is Leslie of Cream City Crates. Um, all right. Well, if you don't really have any other questions, we can get started. And I like to start by having my guests introduce themselves. So. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you uh, give an introduction about yourself whenever you're ready to go. And there is no right or wrong, so you can't mess it up. <laughs> you're just talking about yourself. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, do you just want me to say my yeah. whole name? Yeah, okay, sure. go for it. <laughs> um, so my name is Leslie Strickland, uh, the owner of Cream City Crates, which is a woman-owned business. And um, I do this full-time. And I have two boys. So life is just really, really crazy, but great, fun. <laughs> awesome. Um, and are your uh, boys doing school from home currently with COVID? They are going back and forth. So the little one is in 4K and he's there. Um, he's actually there right now. And the oldest just went back on Monday. Okay. Otherwise, he's been, he was there for a couple months and then he was back home and now he's back. So we'll see. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure you totally get it. It's, it is difficult to do what we do work-wise. Um, I mean, it's difficult really for any parent trying to work from home with kids yeah. home. Um, but especially when you're trying to like run a power saw and oh, like yeah. get interrupted every 30 seconds for something <laughs> that needs, that's needed. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. And are yours in school or are they online? 
Mine are, mine are in school. My oldest is uh, second grade. Youngest is preschool. Um, okay. But we, like we, we pulled our oldest from public school so that he could go to school in person all year and that that would be like consistent. Um, and then our youngest preschool has managed to be open since March. They haven't closed at all. And wow, knock on wood, they haven't had any cases or anything like that. So yeah, um, lucky in that regard, but we did have them home from March till June. We had okay. them home. Yeah. And there was basically no work <laughs> getting done. <laughs> right. No work. Um, so yeah, I am very grateful that they are both in school <laughs> again. <laughs> um, all right. Well, before we kind of get into like what you do now full time, uh, let's go back to your childhood a bit like where did you grow up what kind of things are you interested in sure so originally I was born in California and then moved to Wisconsin when I was I would say 10 okay um so definitely a big difference there my dad has always been in construction my entire life which is kind of where I get this background from um and then my mom's really creative and so that's kind of where I came up with some of the ideas too mm-hmm. awesome what part of California were you in Redwood City. That's northern, right? Or middle? I know. I was like, I would it's say middle. I was 10, middle. so I don't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I lived in northern San Diego County for almost five years. So, but that's okay. still very much southern California, you know, sure. just, just within a couple hours of the U.S.-Mexico border. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's like mid California is a big state like yeah (laughs) big state and then now you're in with are you still in Wisconsin area I am yes okay all right yes midwestern girls represent um (laughs) right because I'm in Iowa yeah yep (laughs) how's the weather for you guys right now is it warmer than normal today is like gorgeous today is like 55 and sunny and it's like I mean, really short sleeves. Yeah. (laughs) Though, I mean, yeah, I go outside in short sleeves when it's like below like zero and it's still, I mean, I remember when I moved to California from Iowa and I used to give people there's such a hard time when they were putting on like the parkas when it dipped below 60 degrees. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is amazing weather. (laughs) It's like shorts weather for us. That's right. (laughs) Um, all right. So a little bit of construction uh, from your dad, a little, you know, creativity from mom. Uh, what did you like? What were your activities like in high school? What kind of things did you do? Um, well, I took woodworking, of course, had to take mm-hmm. that um, in high school. And then on my spare time, I helped my dad out at his like job sites. I remember doing a lot of insulation, help with drywall, just was always around that environment. Okay. Hi, makers. Today's episode is brought to you by toolmomstore.com. Toolmom and company is for all ages, genders. They have what you need for your one-stop tool-related merchandise of gifts and clothing. 
the products are fun, fashionable, one of a kind. In fact, I have two of the mugs. Uh, one has a circular saw with flames coming off of it. It says, go girl. Another one has the definition of a tool chick. Both of them are super awesome and I have coffee out of them almost every morning. So check out toolmomstore.com or find them on Instagram at toolmombonnie. You can receive an extra 20% off at checkout by using the code MAKERMOM. So how old were you when you used your first power tool? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Definitely a teenager, but I don't recall exactly when. Yeah, yeah. Was it intimidating at all for you or did it so, seem no. just like natural? Natural, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would imagine just because you were around it so much and having seeing it so much. Um, exactly. What about uh, post high school? What did you do after high school? Oh my gosh, <laughs> a long story there. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of did a couple different, you know, jobs. Never knew exactly what I wanted to do, um, but always just enjoyed this. Always thought it would be fun to do, you know, the custom gifts. And just eventually kind of fell into it, went to college and thought, well, this would be a fun, good job I could do, you know, well, I could stay at home with the kids, Mm -hmm. still do, you know, have a flexible schedule. And then now it just kind of evolved into what it is now. Okay. Um, So did you get it started when you're like before or after your kids were born? After. Okay. Yeah. I have a... 11 and four. Okay. That's it. So, and I've a had decent the- sized age. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and um, I've had the business for two and a half years now. Okay. Um, so what were you, I guess, what were you doing before then? Before, before two, yeah. Um, just honestly, some part-time jobs. Okay. Okay. So nothing, you know, <laughs> I don't know, nothing like this. <laughs> yeah. So what, what was the, like, what was the inception point of Cream City Crates? I honestly think it's actually kind of a funny story, but we went ATVing for the weekend and um, uh, my fiance's uh, mom was watching all the kids. So I was like, you know what? It'd be really fun if I made like a little survival kit for her. And so I started off with that and then we went, I'm like, you know what? That was really fun to put together. And so then I just kept thinking more about it. I'm like, you know what? I could make a gift business out of this, you know, wooden crates because I like the woodworking aspect and then just, you know, customize some of the people. Like for her, it was the survival kit for watching all the kids. Um, But now I do a bunch of different types and that's how that started. (laughs) Okay. So I have to ask what was in the survival kit? Because perhaps we all need them now uh, during COVID days. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure there was wine in there and Advil. <laughs> oh, you know, sorry. I'm getting another call. Let me. No problem. There we go. Um, oh my gosh. I have a picture of it and I, I have to go back and see everything <laughs> that was in it. But oh my gosh. What was it? Flowers, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. It, it, <laughs> I should remember. But well, well wine ago. and Advil topping the list, I would say, is pretty accurate of like, right? Yeah. <laughs> what you need um so you're making the crates by hand then I would assume yes um and then I have yeah the stack of crates yeah (laughs) (laughs) um 
And then as far as like what you're putting in them, like, are you making things that go in them? Are you sourcing all of that? It honestly kind of depends. Um, right now, you know, for the holidays, I'm doing a lot of like the s'mores ones. So of course, mm. the marshmallows, graham crackers, chocolate, the sticks. Um, so obviously those I'm not making, but sometimes I will do um, some of them that are like uh, candles in there. And so I do make my own candles, which I'm making a batch back there. <laughs> um, working on some other ideas of things that I can do, like signs and some other woodworking art um, and coasters that I can also incorporate into them. Okay. Are those things like the like signs and coasters and stuff, woodworking art, do you do that like in addition to the crate stuff? Yep. Okay. What do you think is like your favorite thing to work on? Oh, um, I do like signs because it's very like personal to each person and there's a lot of like customization into it. Um, and I can use a lot more tools than just, you know, a saw and a nailer for the crates. Mm-hmm. But I really love the, um, that I do a bunch of different things because then I never get bored. There's just always something different I'm working on. Yeah. Is it all like customized orders or are you like, do you have like a line of things that you sell? A little bit of both. So on the website, I have kind of like the standard things that I generally do, but then always taking custom orders. Okay. Uh, how do you get your custom orders? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> so a lot of people, you know, will find me on like Instagram. Um, I've had a few people from TikTok, which I just joined. Facebook, word of mouth, I would say is also a huge one. Okay. Yeah. And I actually happened to find you through TikTok and then reached out, <laughs> then reached out on Instagram. Um, I don't, it's surprising uh, on TikTok, like on my, you know, on the for you page or whatever. I don't, yeah. I don't frequently get a lot of uh, woodworkers that pop up. And I think it's because mainly I watch TikTok with my kids and we're watching like kitten videos. Um, so that's like what's populated on there for me. Um, but when one does pop up, I'm always like, Ooh, you know, I gotta make sure yeah. like, I follow that person. Um, and then, you know, the fact that you were a woman, I was like, with my podcast, I had to go check you out over on Instagram oh, yeah. and, and see, you know, see more about and what's I pre- going I appreciated on. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you've, you've had the business, uh, for two and a half years, have you, I mean, but have you sold things before that? Like, have you had kind of this as like a hobby business before that? Not really just make things, you know, for ourselves, but nothing that I really was selling anything. Okay. Um, so were you on social media before you started the business? Not really. I mean, obviously like Facebook, but yeah, otherwise, you know, TikTok is new to me. Instagram. I tried Twitter. I I tried it. (laughs) (laughs) So how has it been like, I mean, it it sounds like the skills for the making, like, are kind of just like in your blood, it sounds like from like a young age on up. But, um, but as far as like, the business side of it, like running a business, doing the social media stuff. How is like, how much of a learning curve has there been for you? Well, I have, I have taken some business classes before just to, you know, obviously learn. I do a bunch of research um, when I don't know how to do something. 
but it's definitely a learning curve, especially trying to multitask, as you know, you know, mm-hmm. being a mom and then running a business and just trying to keep it all together. Yeah. So, but it's every day learning to be more efficient and keep learning. <laughs> Do you have a favorite uh, platform between, between Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram? Oh, TikTok. I do love that one, but I feel like, you know, you know, then you spend more time watching. I'm like, oh, I got to get to work. I know. (laughs) But I do like Instagram. I feel like that's been a very good um, steady source for my business and it's helped me grow a lot. So I would say that as of right now, that's definitely my favorite. Okay. Um, How did you start with like being able to grow your presence on the platforms? Like, I mean... There are people who would be, who are called like experts in those fields, right? Who will admit that they have no idea sometimes like how to get things to gain traction on either one of those. Yeah. So Um, like, besides just gaining traction, it's like, you're also getting business off of it. I think for me, what I did is when I, you know, had, I think it was like less than a thousand followers. I reached out and I did some other giveaways with other people that had grown further than I did and just try to network and collaborate with other people. Okay. And um, I think by doing that, it helped to show my work to other people, more people than generally would just see it. I gotcha. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you're, I mean, both your kids are kind of back in school now, but especially when they were home, I'm, ass- I'm assuming your shop is uh, connected to your home space. But how do you it navigate? Is now, yes. Okay, how do you navigate that? Like getting out there in the shop, working with the kids going on. Yeah, it's definitely hard. So I wake up at five thirty every morning. Um, usually, that's when I try to do my emailing and you know all the computer stuff, invoicing. Uh, sometimes I'll come out here, if, you know, sanding something that you need to do, mm-hmm. um, and then wake up, take them to school. Sometimes the fiance will take them. We work that out. He also works from home, which is okay. awesome that we both can do that. Mm-hmm. And then generally once they're in school, come back out here and then work until they're out of school. Hey, makers. I want to tell you a little bit about today's episode's sponsor, Athena Outfitters. So when I'm in the market for a new pair of work boots, I do a ton of research Make sure I'm getting something that's going to fit right and going to last. Well, Athena Outfitters is a quality workwear brand for hardworking women that has a tons of experience with footwear. They've taken the time to select the very best shoes and boots made by each of the most reliable footwear brands. And when I shop at Athena Outfitters site, it saves me time and energy because I trust that they found the best shoes for every job and activity. Plus bonus, you can shop online. So next time you need new work boots or some other type of high performance shoe, check out AthenaOutfitters.com, gear with grit. And Athena is A-T-H-E-N-A and then Outfitters.com. You can also get a special discount at checkout by using the coupon code MM, that's capital M, capital M15 for 15% off any purchase just because you're a listener of the podcast. All right, let's hop back into the episode. Mm -hmm. 
Um, how much like I would I would assume your oldest is pretty aware of like what you're doing out in that space, but like how aware are they of this is your job? This is something that you know is bringing money into the house type of thing. Yeah, they're, you know, they're very um, aware and, you know, we talk about it when we get orders, you know, I'll tell them about it and like this big one I have, I'm working on 200 and I think 73 crates. Wow. So I was talking to my <laughs> oldest about that. Yeah, it's, it's exhausting. I have to make like, oh, oops, sorry, dropped my phone. Okay. Oops. Um, I have to make, I think a hundred more. Sounds about yeah. right. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're in here all the time. And, you know, one of the crates I do is like a movie night. So I have a stash of candy for them. So they always come in here and they know where to find the candy. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, do they show any interest? I mean, are they like interested in doing stuff with you out in the shop? Well, the four-year-old is obviously, you know, he's too young, but he has his play tools. So he always mm-hmm. likes to pretend like he's helping with that. And um, the oldest one, he is slowly starting to, you know, pick up a few more things and, he used a scroll saw about a couple weeks ago. So that was pretty cool to see him do that. Yeah. And we made a, um, what else we made? We made a couple other like woodworking projects. Mm-hmm. Do you work on any like bigger stuff for like your own home? So I made a, I think it's a five foot long desk and also made our queen bed frame. So that was pretty big. I think what else? I don't know, definitely those two, but I know there's a couple other projects we want to work on. Mm-hmm. Make like our youngest, a new bed frame. We talked about doing like a treehouse bed for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you venturing into like the content creation side of all of this making? Like blog space or, you know, how to type videos at all? I thought about that, but I feel like there's a lot of other people out there that are, you know, more experts. You know, I I don't think I'm an expert. I think that I'm constantly learning. And so I don't know yet. I don't think I feel comfortable enough to put together a video. One day I would love to. um, But right now I'm just, (laughs) just, you know, working on the orders and just continuing to learn and grow. Okay. Do you have people reach out to you like on Instagram or TikTok and ask you questions about how you are creating stuff? I do. Yeah. So I try to get back to them as I see them. And if I don't know, you know, I'll direct them to, you know, someone else that may know something more about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever come across or felt like, the oddball out being a, a woman doing woodworking? Used to, but then um, recently just, uh, you know, did more research, found more women in the field and love it. You know, it's mm-hmm. a good support system for all of us. Mm-hmm. So now I really don't feel that way at all. How, how have you been able to find those women? Honestly, Instagram. So um, a bunch of girls and I, we did a collaboration video, um, I think it was last fall, we put it together. And so okay. it was nice to get to meet a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, was that ever something like when you met your fiance or anything where it was like, oh, you do that type of reaction? 
<laughs> no, I started it after. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so where do you hope to be able to like grow your business? Um, sure. Um, I would love to continue to keep doing this full time. I would love to be able to make more items than I am now. Um, it's been hard, you know, just with Christmas, can't work on Mm -hmm. new things. Got to keep up with the current stuff right now. Um, but I definitely want to get into, I have a CNC machine that I haven't um, done as much as I would like to. Mm-hmm. So after the new year, when things start to slow down a little bit, I'd like to get a little bit more into that and maybe okay. some epoxy, um, just some newer items that I haven't tried before. Mm-hmm. What do you like, what do you use your uh, like CNC for now? Right now I've just done some projects around the house, um, uh, cutting out just mm-hmm. the things the kids want to, and just a couple little items. Okay. Um, yeah, but definitely want to grow that and do more with it. What what kind of CNC do you have? It's a Stepcraft. Okay. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, predominantly, are you just using like normal, like miter saw, table saw type stuff for the yep. crates? Okay. Yeah, yeah. For the crates, I'm just using my miter saw. Then I have my Dewalt nailer that I'm using, and that's really it for those. Um, mm-hmm. My belt sander as well. How did you work up to having all those tools? Um, were you able to like, like just get them when you, I mean, when you started? Well, when I first started, I actually just had a little seven and a quarter, little tiny like miter saw. And now I have a 12 inch and absolutely love it. I still have my little one. Yeah. I don't ever use it, but it's a, <laughs> a good reminder of, you know, where I started and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I had to use that to feel comfortable with it. And now I can grow and start using bigger, you know, tools. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. so what's on your wish list though, of like tools that you still want to get? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Um, I suppose I should ask Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, um, you know, generally if I need something, then I go and I get it. Right. So as of right now, I don't really need anything more. Um, but that is a good question. What could I use around here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I moved into a bigger shop and okay. put all the tools in here and I'm like, oh, it's still not big enough. I know that feeling like it's always, oh, it's always too small. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It took me like until this year of like really organizing it where I feel like, okay, like, I could maybe fit something else in here. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But with lumber storage and all that too, that takes up a lot of, a lot of space. Yeah. Um, What's your like go-to, I mean, obviously miter saw and nailer and stuff for the bot, for the crates, but like what's your go-to tools like if it's not for the crates, what else are, is something like you really enjoy working on? Like a certain project or just the tools? The tools. Definitely um, my different Dremel bits. I use a lot of Dremel. Um, I use their like Versa Flame. Uh, I use that for my wooden flags. So definitely my go-to. The Dremel light I've been using a lot of recently. Hmm. So 
other than that, that would be my preferred like hand tools that I use or okay. hand power tools. Are you using those, uh, you said for your flags, are you like carving them out um, with the Dremel and stuff? Mm -hmm. So I kind of do a couple different things. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I have put like, <laughs> trying to answer it. So uh, yes. the last project I'm working on, which is actually a Christmas present, I actually just have wooden stars put on there. Mm -hmm. um, but prior and on the other ones I do, yes, I engrave them with my Dremel tool. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it takes kind a while, of, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> what kind it of, does. what kind of, um, uh, bits are you using on your journal tool to do that? Like engraving oh, work? Yeah, it's, uh, can, I, I think it's like a one Oh five. I, you know, I don't know the exact yeah. name, but I believe that's the bit number for it. Okay. And it does a very good job of getting in there for the points. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause I tend, I mean, I use, I do power carving and so I use carving burrs, um, but I'm okay. always interested to see like what different types of bits are out there, you know, cause oh, sure. there's so many different types of, <laughs> of bits that you can use on those rotary tools. Um, oh, yeah. Today's sponsor is Rasp and File Designs. Rasp and File was created to give new life to old things and create spaces that feel timeless, unique, and warm. Your home and business should be your sanctuary, a place of solace, and your personal piece of art. The owner and woodworker behind Rasp and File Designs is Lauren Matthews, and you can follow along and find out more information on Instagram. Just look up Rasp filed designs or on the internet at rfdesigns.squarespace.com. So you said you recently just moved into a bigger shop. So what was your space before? Sure. Before, um, so we just moved to a different town and in an old town, there was like a storefront on main street. And so I had, um, I would say the majority of the place was just like storefront. And then there was a little shop in the back. Okay. Okay. So do you still have like a storefront then? And this is your I shop space? Not. Okay. Nope. Now it's just all shop. I do the majority of selling online. So we just thought that this would be a better option. And then I could have a bigger shop. And then I do sell some of my items or not sell, but have them in other stores. Mm -hmm. So then the items could still be sold there. So like wholesaling with those or, yeah, or consignment. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of interesting. Like, so did you start with the storefront, like right out, right out the gate? No, it was probably like a year into the business. Okay. And then, um, you know, it was nice. I do miss it a lot, you know, you know, but then COVID happened. So that obviously slowed things down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I do uh, love having a bigger shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah. If I had to choose between shop space and store space, I would definitely choose shop space. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you, even before COVID, were you still selling more online versus in person? I would say I believe so. Okay. So it wasn't necessarily like a stretch to say okay, no more storefront type thing. Right. Okay. Is it a pretty small town that you live in? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah I would say. Well, you're in Iowa. What size your town? Probably. Well, I'm in. Area. I'm in Iowa City, so. Okay. I mean, it's still not. It's it's like maybe number three, on the list. Okay. But, and that's only when students are in town. So when the university is not in session, it becomes a town of about. 60 50 to 60,000 and then and then it doubles in size when students are here oh my gosh yeah Yeah, I think we have like 8,000 maybe in our town okay okay and and before I think we had like 5,000 so I was gonna say like a little midwest town (laughs) yeah yeah um does art uh, do you have like the art fairs and that type of thing in your area that you can go to when it's not COVID. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Um, And that's how I actually started off. I did a lot of farmer's markets. Mm -hmm. And um, so I haven't done any of those since COVID has been happening. There is a holiday fair that, you know, we've been asked to go to and we haven't decided if we want to do it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Miss those though. It was nice just to see the people and to set up shop for the day. Mm -hmm. So do you, like you had success um, in that type of venue. Right. Okay. Um, have you participated in any of the virtual ones? No, I heard a lot about those, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't either. I mean, I've seen others participate and it's, I mean, it's, it's an interesting concept, right? I do think it's probably not as successful as in person because people like to be able to like touch it and pick it up and you know that kind of thing um but yeah I I find it interesting that at least they're trying right at least they're like trying to give artists some way to sell their stuff um yeah and I hope they do well with it though I know I know um what what would be your advice to like another mom who maybe wanted to start doing something similar, but was kind of hesitant to get started? I would tell her not to be hesitant, just (laughs) go for it, (laughs) you know, and then, you know, if you're not sure how to get started, you know, reach out to somebody else, because I know, you know, like, I'm sure you would be happy to talk to them. I would be, you know, most people seem like they'd be very helpful. Mm -hmm. so I would tell them just to go for it yeah I think especially on Instagram like everyone like kind of in this maker woodworking community is like more than happy to answer questions oh yeah uh, for people um do you have any go-to people uh for yourself that you go ask questions from oh there's a lot (laughs) (laughs) do you ask questions on making stuff or on business stuff or both usually not business stuff so much just generally like if I'm making something you know like right now I'm working on um, like a concealment flag for Christmas and you know I've never used um, the gas struts before so I reached out to somebody that does that kind of stuff Mm. and said hey you know what would be your recommendation you know I'm new to this Um, and so I've gotten some feedback on that so it'd be questions like that if it's something new like mm-hmm. I said, epoxy I want to work on. So I reach out to somebody that does a lot of epoxy. And then I also reach out to the company to make sure I'm ordering the right stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
how much research do you feel like you put in to your new projects? Oh my gosh, probably a lot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you might as well, right? Yeah. Make sure you do it right. Yeah. Google is our friend, right? Google, yep, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Leslie, we're actually like, we're at the end of our chat together. So I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to let people know where to go find you at on social media. All right, great. Well, I'd love for people to come check out my um, uh, Instagram or TikTok or wherever you can find me. It's um, just at Cream City Crates. And then also website is creamcitycrates.com. Awesome. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. Well, thank you for reaching out to me. Yeah. All right. Again, that was Leslie of Cream City Crates, and I'll include the links on how you can follow along with her in the description. Just check out the episode description in whatever podcast app you are listening to this on. Now, if you are enjoying the podcast, please, please, please make sure that you hit that subscribe, like, comment button, head on over to iTunes, leave a five-star review, Share uh, your love of the podcast across social media at Maker Mom Podcast. All of that helps the algorithms know that not only you like the podcast, but others like you might enjoy it as well. Now, please uh, consider checking out joining the tribe over on patreon.com. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash maker mom podcast over there there are four different tier levels including one that makes you an official sponsor of the podcast all of the tiers get you access to additional content now that we are into the new year please know that i'm going to be working hard on getting some live episodes up that you can participate in if you are a patron um, so you get access to all of that plus different merchandise depending on what uh, tier level you choose. There is also Maker Mom slash Wonder Women series swag available. Uh, easiest way to check that out is at Maker Mom Podcast on Instagram. Link in the bio. Uh, hit that uh, swag button and you can go right to the store on Teespring. And there's different t-shirts and face masks and coffee mugs and just all sorts of goodies that you can check out so you can rep your favorite podcast. Now, when I am not interviewing and making podcast episodes, you can find me designing and making furniture and other home decor over at freemanfurnishings.com and at freemanfurnishings.com. Uh, on all the social media. I am most active on Instagram and TikTok. I post pretty much daily to show you up to the minute what I am currently working on, what crazy idea I might be working through at the time. So I would love to see you over there. Uh, give me a visit. Let me know how you're enjoying the podcast and uh, yeah, just say hi. All right. Again, happy new year, everybody. Let's hope that 2021 brings us a little bit uh, of a happier year than you know 2020 has and uh, I'll see you all next week thank you for listening to the maker mom podcast you can connect with the maker mom community in the facebook group page maker moms and remember if you enjoyed listening to this episode please subscribe leave an awesome review and share this out with other maker moms you know mm-hmm.